Welcome back to another episode of the Know Your Power podcast. I am your host, Julia Renee. And Kendall Graboff. And today, guys, we have special guest, IFBB Pro, <laughs> Kerrigan Pike. Woo! I'm trying to be like one of the announcers for the NPC. That's what Bob sounds like. Dude, the yes. one that announced my pro card. He yeah. announced mine, too. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. I was it like, was yes. so great. I literally heard him in my dreams, like when I would dream of myself getting my yeah. pro card. Guys, the voice of bodybuilding. He's literally, <laughs> literally. He literally is. Guys, Kerrigan is way more than just a IFBB bikini pro. She is a business owner and a fucking hella good one at that. House owner newly. Congratulations. Wifey and just really sweet, genuine friend of mine. So today we're going to really just dive into her story and kind of just figure out who is Kerrigan Pike and who was Kerrigan Pike before she was a pro. So start from the beginning. Spare no detail. Right. On June 10th, 1996. <laughs> this is how everyone starts it. And when we interviewed Maddie, we were like, and then I was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So I'll, I'll just like quickly go over, I guess, how I got, is it into competing or yeah, like, just into fitness in general? Like, yeah. Like okay. how you started all of this. Like, did you do sports as a kid? Yeah. What brought you to who you are now? Okay, so yes, I played everything as I was a kid. I've always been really athletic growing up. I grew up with all boys. I have two brothers and then a cul-de-sac full of boys and one other girl. But me and that girl grew up like boys. Yeah. We played football, kickball, everything in the cul-de-sac. So I've always been, like, active. Um, and I did gymnastics. I got my black belt in Taekwondo, went to the Junior Olympics for sparring. I uh, didn't know any of that. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> I was really young, so I don't really consider myself like lethal anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> my ten-year-old self was. So, <laughs> but uh, that I did. Well, my main one, I did ten years of softball, and that I was going to go to college for, play in college and everything. And um, there was other sports among there, but I won't go into that. But I actually got a scholarship to play, and then I like. My back birth defect reared its ugly face into my life. Wow. And uh, that was like temporary paralysis, like on some day. Like it was just, I literally lost some feeling in my legs. Oh, wow. And uh, then I did CrossFit because, of course, the, <laughs> the doctors told me, like, learn how to play an instrument. You're not going to be able to move like this for long. But um, I know you said, is, fuck is you. Weird... Yeah, yeah I, was like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start CrossFit. <laughs> so <laughs> I did that for a while. And then it really started to get to me. I just had pain every single day in my back. And I was like, okay, I got to do something else. So I started working out in a normal gym. And uh, then I had a roommate in college. She competed. I saw pictures of her. I was like, damn, I want to look like that. Mm -hmm. And this was, I mean, she competed years and years before it was very different look then, but I was like, I want to look like that. And mm -hmm. I started going to her trainer. So that takes me down to Sugarland to Alphalete. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I competed one time with really no prior preparation. And I just, this like, was around the time where I met you. Yeah. I was like, I was telling Julia how excited I was for you to come on because, like, I knew you, like, five years ago. Yeah. And, like... I, even then, like, we weren't super close. I didn't know your story up until then, but I knew you as a person. I was like, wow, like, just, it made me reflect on, like, how different and, like, how much you've grown and, like, flourished since then, even. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. I call myself a late bloomer. <laughs> it was, I, like, started blooming when I was, like, 19 or 20. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I just competed once, and I was like, ooh, competition. I mm -hmm. haven't felt that in a while. 
And uh, I was like, okay, let's do it again. And, you know, six years later, here we are. So, wow, yes. So tracking back to your first show, that's when you had your first coach, right? And he was taking you through that first prep. And then what brought you to the point where you were like, oh, shit, like I – I think I want to do this for like long term. Like what made you realize that? Yeah. So if you have, if you guys have followed my story, I used to be queen of second place up until <laughs> I, I swear to God, I have had, I got so furious many, for you. Yeah. I have had so many second places. I was just always beat by somebody better than me. I mean, it's fair, you know? Yeah. And I was like, Ooh, that just, I'm a very competitive person. And I was like, no, I'm just going to keep going. I want to win. And, uh, I just kept going because mm-hmm. I won't stop until I do win. So mm-hmm. you know? when you started that journey into like, okay, I'm going to continue on this path. Was it, I'm going to be pro or were you, or it, was it a dream of Miss Olympia? Like what were you striving for? Or was it just to not be in just second place? Yeah. <laughs> no, I've always been, uh, you know, just looking at, this sounds funny, but just looking at like genetics, just how hard personally I have to diet to get into contest shape. Um, I have a fairly easy time putting on muscle, but you know, (laughs) that the whole fat loss part of it, I just never really thought I could, like, I I don't think I ever be like Miss Olympia. It'd be amazing to get there. I want to stand on that stage. I won't lie to you guys. Like I want to stand on that stage, but, uh, you know, like in that, what what did it take me like five years to go pro? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I competed off and on like years off and on. And uh, I just knew, I just kept going. And then when I finally realized, when I was like moving up and placing me, in 2019, I did three national shows. I got eighth, fourth, second, and then I called it for the year. But mm-hmm. when I got that like fourth place, I was like, oh shit. Like, like I'm, I can I'm do this, there. I'm getting yeah. there. Like yeah. I'm, I'm getting there. And man, once my like snowball starts rolling, it's just gonna be a avalanche (laughs) like it's just gonna keep going so where do you think that you got that fight in you because I have that as well like Mm -hmm. it's just that undeniable grit and like unfuckable with like where do you think that came from because I think that only a number of people have that like they want something so bad that they're real they're willing to go that far to get it and put themselves through that yeah, so just being completely honest, I had a very cush upbringing, cush childhood. My dad owns his own business, which is where we, you know, mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. Yep. Um, but I've always thrived through like adversity. Mm-hmm. And with me getting these seconds and like having to work so hard, and you know, maybe I work harder than some people, maybe I don't work as hard as others mm-hmm. that, you know, have my same predisposition. But like, I just, I'm just, I don't know. I think it's something I can't even explain. I'm just like. It's almost like in your DNA. I know. It's so. People have asked me this question before, and I'm like, I don't know where I find it. It's just there. And it's not even about like beating other people. It's like proving to myself that like you can do this. Because I always won everything growing up. I've always like Mm. enabled myself to like feel winning. I was going to ask, like, were you just as competitive in the sports you did as a kid? Okay. Yeah. So it's just yeah. been a part of you for so long. Mm-hmm. Yes, it has. No, when I had to quit softball because of my back and everything, I bawled my eyes out for like yeah. weeks. Because where, I mean, I was going into college. How was I going to compete? Not like in mm-hmm. bodybuilding, just yeah. compete against other people. But I think it's because, I know, I just like 
I just like thrive and compete. I don't want to be like all cheesy and be like competing against myself. But that's how it is, though. That's what yeah. bodybuilding as a sport is at the end of the day. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I'm not like, oh, I just got to show up better on the stage and I'm, yeah. I'm happy. Eh, that's only part of it. I want to win. You know what I yeah. mean? So There's a balance between being okay with stepping on stage and knowing you gave it your all, but then also being like, yeah, I want to fucking win. But like yeah. not being so attached to either to where like if you don't win, it's like the fucking end of the world and you're like, yeah. this was all for nothing. If anything, you seem to have used that as fuel of like, okay, when's the next show? Yeah. Like, okay, how do I show up even better? Yeah, I will always be like, I will always be better every single time I step on stage. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like my pro debut year, I finally nailed the conditioning. Even when I won my pro card, my conditioning, like in the overall, I was definitely like the highest body fat percentage on stage. Mm -hmm. I was a very bubbly look. It worked for me, but of course I didn't win the overall at my national show when I went pro. And then I was like, no, I'm hell bent on finally just getting freaking lean enough. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. And then it, I just kind of sacrificed some size. So going into my second pro show, I took, somebody told me to do a show, like, you know, they were like, get your name out there, just keep competing. Yeah. And I was like, I can't make improvements in three yeah. weeks, oh, yeah. but I can make them in seven, you yeah. know, like slight improvements, just yeah. fine tuning. And uh, yeah, that next show, like I showed up and I was like, all right, I'm proud of this. There was a little, you know, there was a little mess up in between because I had a diet break. I probably put on some fat. And if you guys know anything about like a long prep, mm. when you put on fat in the middle of prep, you're going to have to dive even deeper yeah. to get it off. Yeah, because so. you're already like your heart is so conditioned at that yeah. point that cardio like doesn't just cut it. No, um, <laughs> I was going to ask. So you you had this injury. Have they labeled uh, yeah. what you were born with? Yeah. You know the name? So they say it's a birth defect that mm -hmm. can like show up later, you know, symptomatically show up later. But that you can also get it from something like gymnastics, which I did it, which I did it gymnastics. It puts so much pressure on our joints so yeah. young, because I, I was a gymnast for a few years too. Yeah. yeah, or you can get it in a car accident. Basically, so the name of it is spondylolisthesis. I've heard of that. Big word. Surprisingly. <laughs> and uh, basically, it's grade two for anybody that knows what I'm talking about. And basically, one vertebrae is falling forward off of the other. Mm -hmm. And my mine happens to be L5-S1, which your sciatic nerve is very affected by that. Yeah. That's why I lose feeling in my legs. I mean, I still get tingling and just sciatic pain. So, so. that's what I was going to ask is like, is that something you still have to work around? Do you have yeah. to change your training? Do you have to change cardio? Yeah. So I can't do like, I can't run. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I don't really care yeah. for running anyway. I don't want to run. Anyway. <laughs> I don't want to run. <laughs> I'm <laughs> but, uh, running to get food, but that's yeah. about it. <laughs> yes. Even like Stairmaster, I did it for a long time, like prepping and everything. Mm -hmm. And I can't, I can't do that anymore. Like, it'll just put me out for days. And as you know, mm -hmm. in a prep or just bodybuilding, you can't really lose days of training yeah. in a row of multiple course. times. Mm -hmm. So I do elliptical, but it definitely limits me. Um, can't squat anymore. Can't do RDLs. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's just, there. there's a lot of things. Or bent over row, I have to do all chest supported stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then posing is probably the hardest part because I structurally do not have the ability to wow. like have pelvic that. tilt. Yeah, yeah. wow. Because like that hurts my lower back, and I'm like, I don't have any like serious injury, so I can only imagine like yeah. having a pre-injury trying to tilt like that. At wow. my pro debut, they worked us on stage and callouts and stuff, and I was like, damn, like, is this how it always is? But yeah. we, it was girl power, so it was a big show. And we were on stage for at least 20 minutes, and you're in that pelvic tilt the entire time. I got off stage. I had, like, 
tears in my eyes a little yeah. bit because it hurt so bad. And my mom, like in between prejudging and finals, my mom and my husband just like rubbed out my back Aww. as much as possible. Wow. But so I was messed up for like three weeks after that one. Yeah. So. Damn. And it's just from like, that's just from posing, not even yeah. like the actual pressure from lifting that you're putting on your body or the stepping on the Stairmaster or the treadmill. Yeah. Do you feel like this injury has ever maybe caused you to like rethink what you're doing or like made you want to quit and give up? Like, have you ever just gotten like so mad at this that you're like, fuck it. (laughs) Yeah. No, I have definitely (laughs) had that moment because it's just frustrating when you work so hard, like work with a Cairo, I get weekly massages and Mm -hmm. you know, these things are also expensive. So it's just like, damn, is it really worth it? Especially if I keep getting fucking second place. Like, Mm -hmm. like I know it doesn't come down to just my posing, but you know, in, especially in the pro level, like just the smallest differences will place you higher or lower. And how you pose can place person. you higher or lower. It like can. it's, it's judge, we're humans being judged by other humans. Like it's, yeah. it's wild. I think it just like is even more proof of how strong your like will and want to achieve being where you are now was or is like, that's, that's yeah. huge. Thanks. I would have like, I feel like, I don't know. I view people like both of you are so like competitive and I'm really not at the end of the day, I compete for fun. I love it. Um, but like hearing both of you, the way you would like do anything for it is like, it's just motivational. Oh, yeah. For me <laughs> too, it's like, I thrive when people underestimate me. There's two different types of people, in my opinion. Like, there's people that thrive off of positive affirmations. Like, you can do it. You got this. Let's go. And then there's people, like, I think me and Kerrigan, where I want you to tell me I can't do it. I want you to tell me I'm weak. I want you to tell me, uh, like, it's kind of, like, sadistic in a way. (laughs) It is sadistic. I love it. Yeah. And that's literally, (laughs) like, my boyfriend... He's the opposite. He's like, you're doing good. You're great. You're like, no, tell me I suck. Yeah, and he'll tell me he's like, you're being a fucking pansy. And I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. So, like, I go, am, I? am I? How much of a pansy? I know, like, <laughs> rare. Come here. Anyway. She goes, come here. Yeah. But do you think that has a lot to do with why you've been so su- successful in what you do? Because it's just like you have that unfuckable with mentality. Absolutely. And I always know, like, especially this is the first sport where that I've, you know, played, been in that, like, it doesn't matter how hard I work, I will still get beat by somebody better than me. 100%. Even if they didn't work as hard or did work as hard. Like, it's just, I love that. Mm-hmm. I think that oh. I love the challenge. Like, I'm kind of sick about it just because I'm like, no, today I'm going to be the best, you mm-hmm. know? And, you know, that sometimes works out that way and sometimes doesn't. Yeah, yeah and, like, but. with other sports, like, even, like, softball, I played softball, there's a winner and there's a loser based off of points. Like, whoever has the most points, that's yes. the winner, that's the loser. And you also have your team to back you up and like maybe you're not doing so well so yeah, they, they can pick pull up the your weight yeah. I always hated team sports because of that I never want anyone to like <laughs> put any, like I output. want I like putting pressure on myself I think that's where that whole like talking down on someone as motivation is. I didn't really do any team sports, really. No, I hate that. I did wrestling. And I did like, like I one, and I, my mom put me in soccer. I was like, I fucking hate this. I hate all of yeah, you. Yeah, no. Um, I'm I'm the type where I'll be I'll be that voice in my head where I'm like, you suck. You need to do better, and I like proving myself wrong. So mm-hmm. that's like where my motivation comes from is always like very deep within me. Um, where was I going with this? I don't know, but I, I, <laughs> no, like I liked it, it though. <laughs> yeah, I we was. I had a demons. I had a point yeah. where I was where I was getting with that team sports. You don't well, like teams. Well, they always, yeah. Wait, do you want to you want to go for it? No, you can go for it. You okay. go, Karen. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's right. been a long day so far, okay? <laughs> no, I, I get it. Yeah. But um, with Brandon, my husband being my coach, he is just like me in that way. 
We, our team makes one of us because uh, we coach together. Don't know if you guys know that, but we have a team, Hustle Harder. I definitely want to dive deep into that. We will, we here. will. And uh, the team always makes fun, <laughs> makes fun of us, like when we actually give them a compliment. They will post it and tag us on their story like, oh, my God, today my coach told me they mm -hmm. were proud of me. Wow. And that is the same. That we don't do fine. that. No, I agree. We don't, yeah. we don't do that. And it's funny That's because why. he doesn't do that to me. He's always like, no, you need to be leaner. You're not ready. Yeah. And I was like one week out. And I'm like, well, I can't get any leaner now. Yeah. Like, it's That's week. the... So I don't know if you know, but he is the reason I got into bodybuilding. He, yeah. When I was like 16, he was I like, he, yeah, he came up to me. He was like, you have potential. I was like, I do. <laughs> like hearing that and like knowing that yeah. you were like with him. And I was like... Oh my gosh, like like if he can coach someone who is stepping on stage the way you do, I was like, oh wow, like it meant a lot to me. And then, but he was never, he never did it in a way of like, you're gonna be great at this. He was like, you're gonna have to work your ass off. But like, like yeah, I think, potential. yeah, no, it was definitely, I always liked him and was motivated by him and by both of you because you guys keep it real. He not once was like, you're gonna do great things. It was more so like, like it's just it's something about like you guys casual. that are so gritty that like in yeah. in the best way but i feel like that's why those types of hard working people that need that like slap in the face come to you like because we're other people who are competitive and want to be in this industry and want to make it far that need that tough love mentality yeah. need people like you to help them no and we've definitely gone through clients where like they can't take that. And mm -hmm. you know, that's okay. Like it, there's a coach out there for every person that can be motivated by whatever way. And we always say like, if a client leaves, you know, we hear about these coaches getting so mad and like stuff like that. And we're like, man, if another coach helps you and like motivates mm -hmm. you more than we can, like I am in your corner, let's go, like mm -hmm. yeah. go for it. You know, Was that unspoken with you guys? Like you just had that tough love approach or was it like a calculated, like we're gonna create like these hard ass? It's unspoken, I swear I, like we're both Gemini's. Um, <laughs> I swear, yeah, <laughs> I, I swear I married like my, my like twin flame. Like we just yeah. were always on the same page. It's mm -hmm. crazy. So now that was never really spoken. And then I know the way he coaches me and then if he's ever slacking off, like off season or prep, I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, stop. <laughs> you're not like, you're not gonna like where this takes you. Just yeah. stop. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a lot for some people to handle, but for us. For you're, sure. you're both really strong though. Yeah. And Me like, and strong my partner minded. are like the complete opposite. Like we, I had to learn how to be more gentle and delicate and understanding with him, which helped because like, I need to be that way in uh, some aspects of my life. But yeah. I do love that approach with bodybuilding because people go into the sport expecting to win and expecting to be on the Olympia stage and expecting it's going to be easy. And some people need that. Hey, you, you have potential. Yeah. It's going to be fucking hard, but you're not going to win. Potential only gets you, know? you so yeah, far. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, potential doesn't equal potential shit. Gets you the started. hard work does. <laughs> Genetics can probably turn you pro, but it's never going to make you like win a pro show or yeah. be the best in the world. You have to work just as hard as somebody mm -hmm. like me, like, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> so, yeah. I kind of want to dive into that a little bit because I know that me and you cut down very similarly. Like we both have a very hard time. You guys time. do a lot of cardio. Just, it's, it's just very difficult. And Kerrigan and I have been like on the same like trajectory. Like we've been doing shows mm -hmm. at the same time and turning pro at the same time. So I want to kind of like dive into the mentality behind all of that because it's really hard. Like that point is, I know for me, I almost get angry. I do. Why does it have to be so hard for me and I, I throw a pity party. I play victim. I'm not going to lie. Why yeah. does it? Why am I doing two hours of cardio and then we have like 
the Miss, person I'm coaching blah, doing blah, blah, 30 blah. minutes. No. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So like no, go into that a little bit. Like how does that make you feel and how do you get through that mentally? I mean, honestly, okay, so you may or may not know this term, but like bodybuilding, I feel like to be really good at it and especially get through like protocols like we do, you have to find that dark place and you have to live in it. Yeah. You don't temporarily enter the dark place and then come out. Mm -hmm. No, you're just pissed off the whole fucking time, basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just, you, you almost have an underdog mentality, which some people will take it as like, oh, she just thinks the world's against her, like all cocky or whatever, whatever they want to take it like. But for me, that's what like drives me even more because I'm like, no, I'm going to prove to the world, not anybody in specific, mm -hmm. but that like, no, I can fucking do this too. Mm -hmm. Just because I wasn't, you know, like born with that or don't have the best metabolism or my hormones are not optimal for this or my back. I think yeah. it's proving it to yourself too. Yeah, I just get actually pissed off because I'm like, <laughs> That, again, that's why bodybuilding, like, challenges me so much. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, I, I understand I have to work a little harder than, you know, some people, maybe not others. But I like that mm -hmm. because it feels better when I do finally reach my goal. Mm -hmm. Like, people followed me for freaking five years going after this damn piece of paper called mm -hmm. a pro card. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I when I finally did it, I had a whole damn army behind yeah. me. Like, I had people oh, yeah. that, you know how, like, DMs will show up, like, say it says November 2016. I had people from the last time they DM me was November 2016 DM me in 2021 and be like, I've been watching this for a really long time, and I can mm -hmm. say that. that is me included. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm getting the chills right yeah, now. Yeah, no like, it's, just, it's insane just to think about it. It almost, I mean, I, can't, I don't have anything to compare it to, but... I feel like it almost feels better when you have to work yeah, harder. Like it meant, yeah, it meant more because, like, for me, I know that it was a real slap in the face because I, when I was an athlete, like I was just always good at doing the things that I do. Yeah. But at, that can be bad to a point where you kind of like expect to win and you expect to be good yeah. at things. And then even my first two shows, I won the overall in both of them. But then when I went to nationals and I got fifth, ooh, that fucking rocked my world because I was so used to winning yeah, and I, I almost expected it. And I needed that slap to the face, be like, oh no, girl. It's like a reality this sport check. will humble you so oh, damn yeah. quick. So damn quick. And you, you could be first place in one show and then a week later 10th oh, absolutely i mean i was first place and then i went to fifth and i thought it was the fucking end of the world <laughs> you're like, i was there i remember and then you <laughs> know, the worst is when you look better yeah you still get that and you're yeah. like god damn and it you're like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah but at that point it's like yeah but everyone looks good so yeah, exactly it doesn't that's matter. like that's like i've definitely known or seen um like competitors who win their first local show win their first nationals mm -hmm. then enter the pro league and it's like oh that has never whoa. happened has that happened? Yeah. Who? I know many people. One, really? a, one of my friends, uh, Jordan show? Fisher, yeah. she'll be at the Olympia this year. Yeah. And she she won my second pro show, the oh. Dallas Pro. She just, that was like her yeah. pro debut. One, she's going to the yeah. Olympia. No, there's a I'm lot like, of competitors that damn, win their that first one. That is amazing. But damn. I was saying the opposite. Sometimes they get to the pro level and maybe they just had like smaller oh. classes at nationals or whatever There's, not to make an excuse yeah. but like and then it's yeah. like a reality check once they're in the pro level and they're like oh shit like i haven't been against this big of a people competitor. won't like me for saying this but there are a lot of people that go pro and then they never do anything in the pro league no matter how hard they try mm -hmm. yeah. and that sucks mm -hmm. but 
But maybe a, their goal was just to be pro, you know, and then they're like, yeah, I'm done now. Yeah, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I, I love that for you. You're like, like but me. Like, but not me. Fuck no. No, I mean, I just want to stand on the Olympia stage. I don't, yeah. honestly, if I get there and I'm, I get dead last, I'd be like, peace, I got the sweats. Like, I, I, know, got, right? the, I got the right? prestige. Like, I did I got that. a sick photo. <laughs> I went to the Super Bowl of bodybuilding. Yeah, no, Let's it's go. huge. For me, I'm like, I'm not buying that shit until I'm on that stage. Oh, no. Fuck no. No, I got a Wolfpack backpack, and it came, it was like the Olympia version. It came with a little Olympia patch. I was like, nope, we're going to put this down here for now. Oh, I actually we're love that, though. Where <laughs> I'll bring you back out when I'm on the stage. Yes. So I kind of want to go into, like, what... I want to go into, like, what are your favorite things that bodybuilding has provided you? And then we'll kind of go into, like, the things that, like, you fucking can't stand. <laughs> it's okay. a love-hate so sport, first, for sure. let's do it the Sunshine and Rainbows. Like, what do you love about it? What... Why do you keep doing it? Because people look at me, and they probably do this to you. Why the fuck are you putting yourself through this? for one second on stage oh, and like explain that. <laughs> explain that to people yeah. because I'm like you don't understand I fucking understand <laughs> yeah well I feel like humans in general like thrive in adversity yeah. um that's where we're innovative that's where we work together we create we're happy like we're meant to compete against something mm-hmm. I think personally um but like just the process of bodybuilding, I actually posted a picture the other day, and it was like a shredded like glute hamstring thing. Just because I'm I'm recovering from boob surgery, I, mm-hmm. I'm itching to go they back. Look to amazing. The Congrats, by the way, Thank they you. do love fire. Them. But uh, I put at the end of that caption, I was like, "P.S. Like, don't miss the shreds. Only bodybuilding." Because that's something I've gotten to reflect on a lot within the last four weeks of recovery. Because it's all taken away. I can't even walk my dogs. Yeah, and it's just like. I love the daily challenge that I put myself through and the fact that I could stop at any time and nobody would care. Like, mm-hmm. I love the fact that I have to go in the gym and I'm like, okay, today I'm going to beat this number. I'm going to incline 55s for nine reps instead of eight. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. And it's just a series of small challenges. And mm-hmm. like I said, like, I'm happier when I'm being challenged. Yes. When I'm just, like, com- complacent and just, like, chilling and everything's blissful. Like, that's great, but it's boring. Yeah. I definitely so. get bored. Like, I, when that happens, I'm like, let's stir the pot, guys. Oh, no, that goes <laughs> with me for entrepreneurship, too. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. I have some, I have some like, five free minutes. Let's start a new business. And <laughs> let's start no, a literally, that's thing. me. I'm constantly, I need to be or want to be doing 500 things at once. Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. And I'm like, I love it. <laughs> no, <literally. laughs> this is great. I'm going crazy. <laughs> yeah. So you like it's like you like the game of it, like the I challenge, the grind. And like, you know, we're adults. I'm out of school. I love school because I was challenged. I was mm-hmm. learning something new. But I feel like every day with bodybuilding, I'm not even talking about standing on stage. It's just, that's like the fun part, like the, the mm-hmm. glitz and glam part. Mm-hmm. But that's not really challenging. Like you have the to work's love already the done then. The There's track. nothing else I can do then. So it's just like, that's like the public eye of everything. Mm-hmm. But I love what's behind it, what got me that. I think you need to to be a long term competitor. You need to love the the struggle in the prep. You need to like really find your why and be faced with like mm-hmm. really hard challenges. Because if not, then it's like it's almost too easy at that point. It's not worth even doing. Yeah, like it just like and then it goes back to like I feel better when I knew I just like gassed myself every freaking mm-hmm. day yep. for that. Because then you for feel like you deserve to be on that I'm stage sorry. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you know everything you left on the table to get there. Exactly. Because, like, if you can remember anything from the prep, like, 
for example, you can remember like that one thing, like when you were on stage, like that one moment, but think about all those moments that led up to that. Like that time that like your back went out when you were in the, like a PE, like you were a week out and mm-hmm. then you came back when you were doing two hours of cardio and you started crying, but you kept going. Like when you started doing your posing routine and you messed up five million times and then you finally got it right. All of that. That's where it is. That mm-hmm. is where it, it literally. Then, I'm like getting chills. Yeah. Like over. I'm over like motivated it. right now yeah. to That's go compete know, again. Like, can we go like gym right now? <laughs> like, you want to go yeah. to gym, bro? I'm like, let's start prep. No. I can do like calf raises with them. Which <laughs> I can <can't> do <laughs> almost, almost. I so mean, good. I the reason I bodybuild is the same for you. Like, yeah. I don't. I of course, winning is great. Like, I don't go into things expecting to lose, but I also don't expect to win. Yeah. I don't think like I deserve it above everyone else. I'm think like I'm going to be undeniable and they're going to see that. And yeah. if they don't, it's not my time. That's fine. Exactly. But that journey, that grit, that was like, I cry so much when I'm on prep. Oh I'm, my God. I get so, so mad. mad. On Stairmaster, I'm just I'll start bawling. like going on story rants. I'm like, then I watch them back. I'm like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Exactly. But like, I get it. And then At like the time, a bunch yeah. of people are replying like, this is so, this, this is, I needed so this today. And I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> I don't need <laughs> We're all just in prep, like emotional messes together. Oh, 100%. I turn into a philosopher. Yeah, but those yeah. things like, like you said, it. you thrive in that adversity. Like you get more creative, you get more clarity on the things that you need to work on that you need to fix like your shadows i always say when i go on prep my shadows come out and they come out and like i'm like oh fuck i need to address this no even though like everything's good in my life my marriage my relationships with everyone Mm -hmm. like you know it's good but like finding those demons Mm -hmm. are is really important to Mm me like i think brandon taught me that because you know like oh big bodybuilder like he's a open or sorry he's a he's gonna be classic when he does compete mm-hmm. in the pro league, but he went pro in bodybuilding. And like, he was always just the, like Phil Heath, like screaming videos yeah. and just like huge fan of the sport. Like I got, I feel like I brought, got brought up in bodybuilding yeah. by like the big guys. Mm-hmm. Like yes. when people ask me my role models, you know, I, I look up to, you know, Jennifer Dory, Laura Lee, like all that stuff. Like I'm, they're inspiring. But they're not my role models. Yeah. It's these mm-hmm. dudes putting like 600 pounds on their backs, which yeah. is ridiculous yeah. because I'm like a buck in change. <laughs> yeah. But like, because it's still I motivating. It's so that, that, that's the fun side of the sport, I think. It is. Like, to me, they represent what bodybuilding is at its core, yeah. which is the grit, the grind, the push. Like, no, don't fucking give <laughs> up. Like, come on, keep going. Like, they represent that era. But I think right now that we are going to an era when there is a little bit of a balance between both. Like where, okay, yes, it's like, yeah, we can have that in bodybuilding because like we have that. But okay, like honestly, your mental health needs to be good too, Mm -hmm. by the way, because if it's not, you can't compete. And that's what those guys were like missing. Yeah. Like some of them are crazy. Yeah. Some of them are. Ronnie Ronnie (laughs) Coleman can't even fucking walk. Like his pain is like a nine out of ten most of the times. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, we're on the same page on that, too. <laughs> I was going to ask, um, I know this is, like, kind of unrelated, but has there ever been an instance, because I know Julia's partner used to train her, has there ever been an instance where you thought about switching from your husband being your trainer? No, even in this last prep, me and Brandon were like, it's just hard because we're both coaches. Mm-hmm. Mm. And towards the end, when I was pretty much ready and it was just, like, fine-tuning, but, you know, okay, I'll be fully transparent, like, especially being an enhanced athlete mm-hmm. and stuff like that, there were... There are different avenues, like, 
there's a bunch of paths that lead to the same point. Yeah. But like it's what path you're going to take that is that that would differ from coach to coach. So if I were coaching myself, maybe I would have taken a different path than what Brandon told me. But he's my coach. Yeah. So everything I say and, like, gets if you overridden. Were in a coach. Yeah. Everything yeah. I know I'm very knowledgeable in that way. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could prep myself because you know, prep goggles, you get kind of mm-hmm. crazy. I'd probably turn I myself into a skeleton <laughs> mm-hmm. and drive myself into the ground. But um, he's there, so that doesn't happen, obviously. But we would almost talk about my prep at home, and he'd be like, what do you think about this? And I'd be like, no, I'd give him my opinion. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I was like, tell me what to fucking do, and I'll yeah. do it. Like, I just take it out of my hands. And I think that was the hard part because he would make slightly emotional decisions because I am. Dying. It's hard seeing your wife, like, no, no, dwindling I, away. He always, he always joked. Um, when the year I went pro, I did a regional show, won my fir- first overall, mm-hmm. won first for the first time in my life, Yay. and then two weeks later I went and got my pro card. Mm-hmm. But in between there, he's like, "You didn't talk for two weeks." He, like, I just wasn't, I wasn't alive anymore. I was mm-hmm. dead for that, mm-hmm. and like he hates watching that. Like, he's like, "I want my wife back," yeah, and it's I'm hard. like, "It's freaking hard." Like, especially yeah. if you put in the whole marriage and yeah because it's a strain on your relationship no matter how hard you try and it is hard to see your partner go through that and Mm -hmm. that's why my uh boyfriend was my coach since I started and it worked for a long time but he got to a point where like I said it's hard for me to cut he got to a point emotionally where he couldn't handle seeing me get to that point seeing me do that to myself and he was putting the emotions into it, and that's what's hard. You have to separate the two. Yeah. Brandon you have always to be said, "If emotionless, you, yeah, <laughs> no, like the the time in between where I said I added a little fat in between those shows. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a diet break, strategic. It was fine, but um, you know, we went out to eat a few times, and when mm-hmm. your metabolism is that downregulated, mm-hmm. all of that matters. Yeah, and being you know five foot one, you put on a pound that you weren't supposed to. You see it. <laughs> you see it. Yeah. like it's a big difference. Mm-hmm. So no, we definitely made some emotional decisions, and we talked about it on my YouTube. We were like, hey, we kind of fucked up a little bit, mm-hmm. and but that's okay. And you know, moving forward, we know that, and we know that we cannot discuss my prep. I check in. I check in on WhatsApp, just like all of our other clients. He sends me back the. That's protocol. so interesting. It's mm-hmm. it's really. I'm sure cool. that makes it healthier though. You're it just does. like, hey, I trust you. Just make the protocol. We were just talking about it too much, you know, like while we were making dinner, we mm-hmm. were talking about it. It was just, it was just too much. There's no separation, and you don't get to do that with your coach. Why yeah. would you? Yeah, you're talking about prep twenty four And you already own a business together, yeah. so it's that. Like, you still need to be very much connected in order to do that. Yeah. You yes. need to be very much connected to be a wife and to be a husband. Yes. Then add the layer of, hey, like, you guys do a lot together. Cozy. We do I everything respect it. Together. Yeah, that's and awesome. It, it actually works. So. Yeah. yeah, I'm but glad. It, I'm really happy for you that it does because I know yeah. that's challenging. Yeah. yeah. But Brandon always said, if I don't get better or if I ever show up worse, then we get me a coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not him. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I, I mean, love that. Yeah. Like we, we have that agreement. Bottom know? of the line, this is what we have <laughs> to do. Good. It's good to have plan B if needed. No emotions, yeah. just what's best for us together. Exactly. I want to ask a little bit about the business. Like, how yeah. did that come about? Um, even backtracking to what made you want to capitalize on social media as a bodybuilder? Because I know there are people that compete that don't really have a social media presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, there's a really good ones that don't mm-hmm. have social media presence. And I'm presence. like, what I'm are like, you doing? That must be really nice. <laughs> 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 no, it's exhausting, as you guys probably no, it understand. Definitely is. But uh, it's also a blessing. It is. But so when I went down to Alpha, Alpha Elite, it was Alpha Elite then, mm-hmm. 
And, um, you know, everybody there, I, I had never really been on Instagram. I had my personal one. Mm -hmm. You know, I was in a sorority. I posted that stuff on there. Like, I just, I was just living life. I wasn't mm -hmm. big into social media. I never scrolled, never did anything. And uh, everybody there was like, the biggest YouTubers, they were, they were the, I mean, Christian was yeah. there. Mm. They it were was such a small people. community too, that yeah. it was like everyone in there was also yeah. doing social media. And then I met Sholly in college. He was oh, in no a frat and that's how what? we met. I and then I that. figured out he went to Alpha Lee and it was just weird. I was like in this web small without really world. knowing yeah. it. And then I met my husband at Alpha Lee. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but so there's Christian at that time. There was Nikki. I knew about Heidi. <laughs> and, <laughs> sorry guys. <laughs> um, but my trainer, his name was Frank. He was on there. Mm -hmm. Daniel Hong, um, Sholly. You're giving Ashley. you're like giving me flashbacks to yeah, like to, my high school like, era. Yeah, right. Yeah. To like our little circle there. Yeah. It was so much fun. It, it was, was. There was Javon. I mean, there was a billion people there, and so these cool. were the YouTubers of the fitness industry, like the yeah. first vloggers, I guess yeah. you could say. And uh, actually, Brandon told me like when I started talking about competing because I knew I wanted to do it, didn't know what I was getting myself into. Mm -hmm. Um, he was like, oh, like, you should make an Instagram. And I was like, I have an Instagram. He's like, no, like a separate one. I was like, you know what, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I posted one, and I was like, I remember my first post was like 16 weeks out, like, mm -hmm. going to be posting stuff here so my personal friends don't have to watch me fitness. I did the same thing. So, yeah, yeah, I made like a fitness it's, and a pro, uh, personal. Yeah, if you scroll back, like, that's literally one of the first captions. And it was just from there. I mean, I don't know what it was. I think I've always been very relatable um, and just – real I just speak I'm, I'm mm -hmm. never putting on any like act or anything and mm -hmm. people just liked it and started following me that's amazing because like re like people respond well to that they, they really do, do. They like do. you're very blunt and it's like yeah this is sometimes just, it's a little much but yeah I mean I realize that but the people that love that like I love that about you yeah. it's my favorite quality about you because <laughs> I do too. it's like I know that you're being you and it's easy for me to connect with you because I'm like, yeah, she's just being fucking her and like yeah. that's that's what matters. So doing that, you feel like that's how you ended up building your social media and your Building presence? the social media for sure. Mm -hmm. The coaching, no, that's a whole different part. But yeah. obviously social media was your is your billboard. It's yeah. your marketing. So exactly. So what weird. at what point were you like did you view it as, okay, I need to capitalize on this? Or were you already doing coaching and you're like, oh, I should advertise on social media? No, I would say at first I was like a straight influencer. The first company I ever worked with was Buff Bunny mm -hmm. and uh, PE Science, I think, at the time. I and remember then, that era. Yeah, yeah. Then along came Just CBD. Um, then came Anaka. Mm -hmm. And I Congrats, worked a little way, bit with for all of those. Things. They're fun. I mean, it's cool. And once again, it's that little circle of friends. But mm -hmm. I'm glad... I wasn't a part of their company because I was their friend. I mm -hmm. actually had like a pool on mm -hmm. social media yeah. and I could sell stuff, you know? Um, but from there one up and now shoe fury angel, like there's, there's I've worked with a lot of different people, yeah. but um, when I went like my first interest in coaching, so obviously I was being coached and then I was actually, when I was in college, I w did an entrepreneurship class. It was uh, after the first one, it was like a social entrepreneurship. Wow. And uh, basically 15 people were hand selected to be in that class. And the whole semester was focused on having like starting and having a nonprofit organization 
Oh, very um, cool. Yeah, so like it, that's where her hustle came from. If anybody knows what that is in here, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it that? It was my first. It was my first coaching. Oh. It was before Hustle Harder yeah. ever. Yeah, it was. Existed. It was like standalone right now. It was with just Brandon. me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just me coaching. So but, when did you let him come on? <laughs> so okay, that social entrepreneurship class. I wasn't making money. It was a nonprofit, and uh, I helped like underprivileged kids, like kind of pick out what to eat like got them I actually worked with Fitmark bags for a bit and got them to send me a bunch of bags and shakers oh and that's gave so them. awesome it was great it yeah. was it was really cool when I um you know it was a class project but it worked and I was like well I have to make money eventually mm-hmm. and you know now people online are seeing me how I look and they're asking for my workouts I made a glute guide I made this so you know and it just kind of snowballed from there and they're like I want more from you and I'm like okay offering one-on-one coaching mm-hmm. and uh yeah, Brandon like basically did them for a while and I watched and observed and I learned from him. And now wait, when we got engaged in November 2019, mm-hmm. we were like, why are we being competitors? We're going to be married. Mm-hmm. Because he had his own coaching business too. Oh, and I got bet it, it was BRG like Fitness. Together yeah. bringing to- your two influences. No. Wow. I'll like genius. Be, yeah, yeah, I'll just be like up front at the end of uh, 2019. I, myself, in her hustle, had grown from 2016 to 2019. I had 150, a little over 150 study clients myself. Mm-hmm. And then, say, Brandon Brandon didn't have, like, the same following, but he charged more than me. Um, he had, say, he had, like, 60 clients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we didn't combine them and have 210 clients because we launched it in January. We combined them, and it went up to about 400. Wow. Yeah. Well, because honestly, like, people it really was, like, like, when couples are together. Yeah. That's like, what we've seen. With the same yeah. mission. Like, Zach and I, when we do challenges together, he was a bodybuilding coach for years and a yeah. really good one. And I am a bodybuilder. So when we do stuff together, like, for some reason, people just we'll like it that. more. Like, they love to see partners, like, yeah. having a same mission. And I feel like that's why you've also like... been able to do really well because both of you have a certain kind of vibe we do and it's very similar (laughs) and it works I feel like it also attracts like more of a demographic I feel like uh, like as a as a woman like going to just a male um trainer yeah yeah it's like it's a little more intimidating and then seeing that it's a couple or that like your name's involved like having that dynamic or vice versa like maybe a guy wanted to train with you but was like oh but can like I have like a female trainer because glad sadly that's still how our generation works Mm -hmm. um but having that comfortability of like going and having both dynamics I'm sure is like very welcoming and even now like one a really big selling point like you know a lot of girls will inquire with us and be like I want to work with Kerrigan and I'm like man like during the end of my preps I'm like I'm not taking any clients mm-hmm. so we're like you can work with Brandon but no Kerrigan will be here anytime anytime you need mm-hmm. anything like just mm-hmm. whatsapp text me yeah you know? and uh so at the end I'll be like stage mom I'll send them all the information on tanning makeup yeah. yes. you know yeah. everything you I will just do need that feminine the touch sometimes touch at the end yeah. Yeah. but personally for me I don't think I could ever be coached by another woman and there's other people like that I as well. Either. I prefer male coaches, male coaches usually I don't know why yeah. I just like it and then yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a good balance between mm-hmm. us, for sure. That's yeah. badass. And then from there, like, how have you continued to grow or try to gain clients? Or are you even taking clients on? Or have you guys closed that? Yeah, so we're still taking clients, but um, we don't really try. Yeah. But right now, like, our I, it's unheard of for me in off-season. You know, in prep, you usually attract more clients. People mm-hmm. people like looking at lean yeah. physiques, mm-hmm. and they want to do it, you know, or inspires them or whatever. But, um 
right now I'm in like deep in an off season, not really posting a lot, haven't yeah. been at the gym, not yeah. doing anything, really not contributing a lot besides like, use my buff bunny cap. Mm -hmm. You know, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm My boobs look amazing. They look so good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, our applications are just going crazy and I don't know. <laughs> it's no. great. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. it's can't just kind of happening. So yeah. I don't know. I I think it's just like other our clients' work is showing for them. You know, they yeah. friends like of friends of friends. Yeah, yeah. it's mm -hmm. just yeah, that's I love true. That. When people it works. enjoy it, they just they're like, I'm gonna tell the fucking world. If I like somewhere I want to eat, I want to tell the world about it. Exactly. Yeah, right. So I want to know now to kind of like close things off a little bit. Like, what yeah. are your goals going forward? Like, what is next for Kerrigan Pike? Because I know people constantly when you're a competitor, it's like, that's the only thing that they ask. It's kind of yeah. like when you have a boyfriend, they're like, when are you gonna get married? When are you gonna have kids? When are you gonna have kids? Yeah. And then after that, it's like, when are you gonna have kids? So like, what's next for you? What's your plan? And what's your mindset going into this? Because I know Olympia's kind of like, in the foresight, so let me know. Yeah, um, so right now, like I said, recovering from breast augmentation uh, four weeks ago. Mm -hmm. On Tuesday, I get to find out if I get to get back in the gym. Oh, exciting. So I'm not trying to make a plan yet because if they push it back two more weeks, then mm -hmm. I have to do that. But I'm definitely going, I'm a big planner. Um, Same. At least need a, not a deadline, not a solid deadline, but I need an idea. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to know what I'm working towards, mm -hmm. and I think that works for a lot of people. So um, after this, I'll probably like, you know, pan out the weeks, kind of pick a maybe target show. But I also realize now, like I prepped for 27 weeks this year, mm. which is a lot. And uh, so basically I'm going to start prep about 25 weeks out from the Olympia. Which Whenever be... I am ready before that, uh -huh. I will do a show. Mm -hmm. I will try to qualify. Like that is my plan. Um, I realize I can't compete in the spring and possibly yeah. in the fall. Mm -hmm. Like if I qualified for the Olympia in May, uh, I am shot for the entire yeah. year. And yeah. that is not going to be good for my body. Mm. Well, I can't hold yeah. that. I can't. Yeah. It's not about Most eating. Most people can't. It's not about eating. I'm just not healthy. Yeah. Like it's, I yeah. feel terrible. So it's a sprint for me at this point. Mm -hmm. For so. me, I'm like, I'm, my body's the same. So I'm going to try and compete like my first shows in like October exactly. so that I don't have to have such a huge gap in between yeah. that to the Olympia. Wow, why are we always on the same We're page? always the same because <laughs> I was like, fuck, I'm like, okay, I'll, October, I'm going to try and qualify because I yeah. can't hold it for that long. No, I'm I not going to lie. I start looking worse. No, a lot of people I, I get better. I'll get better for uh, maybe six weeks. And then it's like, yeah, yeah. Me, I'm like, I get I'll that. look better for this next very show. And I was like, after that, my body's like, yo, bro, you're about to die. So it's that, and honestly, like, I think this is something good to talk about being an enhanced athlete. I don't want to be on for longer than that. Yeah. Because, you know, this is not my end all be all. I have a lot of life to live mm -hmm. after yes. competing. Yeah. And it's not worth it. Yeah. It's yeah. truly not. Agreed. So, Do you think that you your goal for next year is to qualify for the olympia and that's like your very next goal yeah oh in yeah. competing mm -hmm. absolutely mm -hmm. i mean <laughs> so i got seventh at my second show and you know like first call outs are usually eight what i wanted for that show was first call outs because i got 14th at my pro debut mm -hmm. and i was like damn I, you know i, I just want to get first call outs next yeah. time mm -hmm. and i got seventh but they actually only called out four people <laughs> Oh. The first call out was four, so I technically I would count my goal, you. Yeah, I was like I would count I you as, as first so, call out. But yes, I mean I would I really want to like go into next season getting like top five. Mm -hmm. Um and of course I want to qualify, but personally, because my body can't hold it, I will never go to the Olympia on points. 
the point system, I can't mm-hmm. compete that much. I can't, I can't keep up with them. No, I don't uh, like. So how, I'm either gonna win or I'm not get to win the Olympia. Like, I don't know how people like Ashley Caltwater, for example, who man. will can do like ten shows back to back to back to back. Impresses the hell out of I me because just she like is so perplexed. consistent. Yeah, and it's just I'm not saying it's easy for her. I know she works really hard. Yeah, but like just the the perfect formula. Yeah, is what it's gets really you insane there. and. <laughs> you know, yeah. Couldn't, like, be me. couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Me over here with a fat ass. I'm like, <laughs> no, literally. I'm like two hours of cardio, and I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Peace yeah. out. I mean, after nationals last year, I wanted to keep going. I went to Zach, and I was like, mm-hmm. so what's next? And he was like, your body needs a break. And like yeah. hearing that oh, and admitting so that, I was like, fuck, yeah. okay. No, I'm really good at long breaks, but I think I was brought up by a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. You know how long those boys take off a of stage? Like long ass time, long ass time. <laughs> so do I. It'll be like a whole year and six months mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. me until I step on stage I next. Know. And yeah. for me, I just rounded. But you it's know. like sad, but it's like fu- it's necessary. Yeah, it's like necessary. if you want to compete at You're the level, be so much better. I am. I. I need That's the only to take reason I'm a pro off. now. That's the only reason mm-hmm. I couldn't. If I would have actually competed back to back to back, like I started in 2016, did not compete 2018 or 2020, mm-hmm. and if I would have competed those two, I wouldn't be a pro yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you need to take that time off, and that's not even bodybuilding. It's just like general training. Like you yeah. keep, we're in this like push, push, push mentality where more is better. But like with training, sometimes it's like, bro, pump the brakes because yeah, literally. you're literally just gonna run yourself into the ground to where it's actually not gonna be beneficial. Yeah, you do yeah. more harm than be, good. It's like at a you said, point. it yeah. pushing harder. Your your body looks worse. It's trying to tell you something, and mm-hmm. we're not listening. Exactly, which is really so. Yes, that's the next goal. I just need. After Tuesday, I will kind of be able to set out a timeline. Yeah. And I'm also going to see if I lost any muscle because I have to build back what I had. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe a little bit more shoulders. But that's pretty much it in terms of bodybuilding mm-hmm. yeah. when it comes to that. So would you mind sharing any of your judges' feedback and what they said so that you know what you're yeah, working towards for the next competition? Yeah. <laughs> so in Dallas, like I said, I added a little bit of body fat. This was my second pro show. I'm just, you know. So you guys understand mm-hmm. where I'm at. Um, I that feedback was oh it stuck with me because he was like you have a very exotic look and I was like oh bet, bet, bet. <laughs> I'm like I am super Caucasian <laughs> like <laughs> but okay anyway um, it's probably because my channel was a little dark anyway okay. and the dark um, hair now the dark hair yeah it was very but it's my vibe it was very edgy vibe so I get mm-hmm. it. Um, they said posing, like, presentation was beautiful. From my pro debut, she, Sandy literally, she, like, put down her notebook, and she was like, you just need to grow more. And yeah. I was like, sick. Okay, I can do that. Yeah. Um, but for that one, all they said was, like, we would like to see you a little drier. Mm. But drier, you know, you can take that with a grain of salt because, mm-hmm. like, each, each, uh, each judge is going to see something a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. You know, we added body fat, so it technically wasn't just water. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed to be a tad leaner because the leaner you are, the less water you're going to hold. Mm-hmm. But I remember that day, my my face was a little swollen. I was holding water, mm-hmm. but I also know why. My cortisol was through the roof. That's why I ended up calling it this year. Yeah, and I wasn't going to look any better. Mm-hmm. I was just swollen and just, I mean, even androgenic water. I was just yeah, your body's I was just like done, bro. Yeah. It does yeah. whatever it can to try and tell you to stop. And yeah. sometimes it's like I mean, a- and as you know, towards the end of a prep, like you are on the last few weeks of your cycle, like stuff like that. Yes. Like you're you're playing with fire mm-hmm. if you just keep going. Mm-hmm. So I stopped. But 
yeah, that's the only feedback. It was just a dryer. They said I don't need to grow anymore. Don't need to really do anything. Yeah, so that's a good feedback. It's a great feedback. That's yeah. Awesome. But for me, when I look at the pictures, the girls that beat me, they had a bit more like abductor showing. Um, so a little bit more hamstring development, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And uh, I just need to get more flexible but with my lower back. I was about to say, like, Once do you again. think that was probably just Absolutely. posing? Yeah. yeah. And your posing is so beautiful. Thank I never you. even knew you struggled with like an I actual didn't, I didn't back either. pain. Because like sometimes when we train together, you'd be like our back went out at the same time. <laughs> but I didn't know yours was to that extent. So like it's yeah. really cool to me that like I, I am already throwing a pity party for myself about the like how lean I have to get and how hard it is. Like yeah. throw in like the back crap, dude, bro. Yeah. I, I admire imagine. that. Thank you. So the last thing that I want to ask you, okay. when was the moment that you knew how powerful you really were? And you're like, fuck This yes. can be mental, physical, anything. Whatever. We ask this to... The moment. Damn. What stands out to you? We always say, we'll give you a second. Damn. I know should it's I, a, should a hard I do question. like in terms of competing or just... Just in general. The one that like literally just meant the most to you. Like Maddie's didn't have anything to do with competing when she told yeah, us Yeah, hers had to do with her business. So. Oh, okay. The biggest no, shift. honestly, my like, no, I've dealt with like imposter syndrome a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, it we comes from do, the underdog sadly. mentality. It comes from you know, oh, people don't like me. People do like me. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. I don't. At the end of the day, it's okay. But um, I think the biggest shift would be in. It, it has to pertain to competing for me right now because, like I said, cush life. I've, mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm very blessed in that way. But. Um, after my 2019 prep where I got eighth, fourth, second, that was a, what, like a 35-week prep, wow. I was absolutely ruined. Mm-hmm. And I did it to myself because I just kept pushing and pushing because I was getting up and up and up, you know, in mm-hmm. the North Americans, that's one place away from a pro card. But, man, that hit me like a shit storm. Like, I experienced depression, um, just my my face. I've dealt with a lifetime of cystic acne, mm-hmm. and it just... I just felt so down, so ugly. Like, it was so bad. My period was all messed up. Mm-hmm. I was having, um, I had, like, ruptured ovarian cysts. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I went through it. You put your body through hell. I put my body through hell, and I wasn't I wasn't mentally um, developed enough to really handle that. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, as you get older, you look back. Like, I'm 26 now. I look back on myself when I was 22, 23, and I'm like, damn, you really weren't as self-aware as you think you were, Yeah, you know? And now I'm just, I'm very, very self-aware. And then when you're 30, you'll be like, damn, you you were stupid. You were stupid. Constantly evolving. That, I guess that was like one of the hardest, like, alone battles because I didn't show that to anybody. Mm -hmm. I made a YouTube video, like, after, but, you know, Mm -hmm. I learned so much because I had to, it was after months, I had to, like, work with an RD um, and this wasn't my coach's fault at all. It was just the time, like I said, I had to push my body so hard yeah. and so much adrenaline and so much just business and just, it was so much. And, uh, I just went way too hard for way too long and I crashed and burned so hard. So mm. that was probably pivotal because I understood, I was like, okay, what, and this was just so we're not getting twisted. This is when I was still competing naturally. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was just so messed up in the head, like just insecure, just unhappy, not yeah. myself. Like you can see, I, I look sad in videos of me just talking about, I just look sad. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the most pivotal moment because I pulled myself out of that 
And it showed me, like, okay, you can heal, but learn from that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And it wasn't just bodily. I was messed up in the head. And uh, (laughs) it was all up from there. Mm -hmm. Because every time I started, you know, going back down into that for whatever reason, you know, personal life, whatever. Yeah. um, I I was able to remember, like, if you got through that, like, you You can get through through anything. anything. Because it was just a mental battle. It was... It's hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I yeah. feel like those low points are when we really find ourselves and yeah. find our why and, and turning up from there is just like proving everything to yourself that you're yeah. able to do it. Well, it yeah. made me a better coach as well. Like yeah. a better, you know, more aware of myself, of course, but I've been through so much. Honestly, there's nothing a client has thrown at me that I don't know how to handle now. Yeah. So you've lived it. <laughs> I have literally lived it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be like, do this, do this, do this, and they're like, oh my god, like you're a magician. So <laughs> it's like, cool. Only because I deal this shit. No, mm-hmm. literally. Like so, being able to help other people um, better with more knowledge. I this love is a that. good a answer. Really Thank good. you. You are you are very powerful. Yeah. Thank and I you. think I think you can realize that in yourself. I hope you can. But like I don't know, even just like hearing your story today as someone who didn't fully know it, mm-hmm. like you're just like a badass. Hundred <laughs> percent. So and you. some of the most like uh, amazing things and transformations come from those lowest moments in our life. Yeah. yeah. You look at those and say, I never want to be that again. Yeah. I never want to stoop there again because I know that I am better than that. I'm more powerful that I don't deserve to stay there, to be there, to be a victim, to throw the pity party. So mm-hmm. now when you're in those deep moments of prep, you look back onto that moment and say like that girl doesn't need to stay there. She doesn't yeah. need to be there. And you're like, fuck, you can dig into that when you're getting second place and say, fucking no. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I always say I have a I have a playlist on my phone called Runner Up. Oh. And uh, that, that's um, the playlist I, I went on repeat. It's pretty scary music if y'all know yeah. what music I listen to. Yeah. I listen to yeah, very scary music. Okay, it's Trust really, me. like people are like, do you believe in God? And I'm like, yeah, my music just <laughs> she, does it. I'm she's sorry. She's super into faith, but she listens to like, <laughs> yeah. I've played Julia a few of my gym songs and she's like, this is fitting people for your aesthetic. Scared, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, no. I'm, yeah, I'm glad I could <laughs> share that, but it definitely taught me I wasn't invincible. But I am pretty damn strong. So, like, yeah. Fuck yeah. that's where it went. I, I like that. that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on here and for sharing your story. So I love it so much. And I'm so excited to see what you make of yourself this year. Like, there's so much big things that are coming for you. And I'm excited to, like, be a friend and watch yeah, you. Yeah, I'm excited oh, to do things. Right yeah, we're going to be doing it together yeah. for I'll sure. I'll be at yeah. both of your Olympia shows. So. I'm so fucking excited. Yeah. 2023 is our year. That's the year that we're going to finally give our bodies that rest it needs so that we can come back and be fucking undeniable. And no one's going to get in the way. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. You can find all Kerrigan's information. Please, if you don't know her already, follow her everywhere. Get mm-hmm. into her coaching. Just be immersed in all of her. It'll be all in the description below. And as always, we love you all so much, and you are more powerful than you think. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Know Your Power podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend and rate and review the show. Also, if you have any questions that you'd like to be answered on the show, feel free to email us at knowyourpowerpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, bye.